Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. Goddamn Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. So they had to do one little kick and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? Welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. I am your host. My name is Memphis. Uh, you may know me as Randy Young. I am also the co-host of the Dynasty Warzone. And I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff this season for the good folks over at playerprofiler.com. We today are going to review week 18. Regular season is over. And we're going to preview Super Wild Card Weekend. Again, I just want to remind you that I uh, I host other podcasts. So if you would subscribe to Player Profiler, um, I, maybe you can customize it just to get my stuff. But I don't recommend that. I recommend all of the good shows at Player Profiler, whether it's The Dynasty Life with Theo Griminger or Blue Chips. It's a new show with Maddie Kiwum. A lot of good stuff. So if you're into football, you're in the right place. Player Profiler and uh, hit that subscribe button. And I am going to recap everything that was Survivor Week 18 right after this. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much. Until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer-to-peer betting in all states. And you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on Bet Openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be. And now that is the reality. Betopenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. There you go. Our friends at Bet Openly been with us the majority of the season. Check those guys out if you're looking for a more unique and cost-friendly way to get in some action. Let's talk about Survivor. They've been down to four teams for a couple of weeks, and that's how they ended up. They had four teams all finish undefeated in Survivor, so they split 2.337 million between the four teams, and a lot of them were teams whether they started out as individuals or not. Some of the final winners that, that were picked uh, for the week, one team had Green Bay, two teams had the Raiders, and one had Houston. Uh, I was a little bummed by the one that had Houston because I was a Colts fan. I guess I would have liked to have seen a three-way chop, but uh, that's what Survivor's all about, and I don't want to recommend anything that maybe puts you in a bad way, but if if you and some friends, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Just you you can you can comment on the live video, but tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if this does not sound like a like a good time. So it's it's Labor Day weekend, long weekend, right? The old uh, three day weekend. You and some buddies, you hop on a plane, 
and you meet in Vegas. Maybe you went to college together. Maybe you work together. Maybe you used to work together. Something. Your buddies. And then then this could be guys, ladies, you know, whatever. Make a weekend out of it. You fly in on Saturday. You go to Circus Sports. You split an entry four ways. You pay 250 bucks a piece, so you're not out the full thousand. And you get a proxy service because you flew in. You do not live in Las Vegas. Uh, Do some research on good proxy service. And you go, you sign up for Survivor, and you get to sweat this thing every single week. That is what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'll do it with three other buddies or two or one. I've talked about it with my buddy, Dr. Kyle from New York City. He's a doctor of physical therapy. Uh, He and I are talking about splitting one next year. It just sounds like a lot of fun. So I will do a good job of reminding you all about contest free survivors. Uh, DraftKings had one that was a hundred bucks. I was in that one. These things are a lot of fun. And if you're you you get lucky, you may just win a couple million bucks. And and I'll tell you a quick story I heard on a different podcast. One of the four survivors uh, was going through some personal stuff. His mother was ill at the time ended up passing. But on the week of Thanksgiving, if you remember, I, I said, hey, they, they've got to have two games that week. They got to pick one of the Thanksgiving games and one of the regular Sunday or Monday night games. Well, L.A. Jones thought that he had selected Green Bay. I'm mean, assuming that he had selected Detroit to beat Green Bay. So he thought he was eliminated. And a gentleman who was his partner who was telling this story on a podcast He was like, no, you picked Green Bay. So when L.A. Jones went into his proxy service to select his pick, he was so distraught with what was going on with this, and and rightfully so. You know, a sick mom, um, that's a pretty big deal. Bigger than Survivor. Uh, But he put it in wrong. And he put in Green Bay when he thought he put in Detroit. And that ended up being the, the good luck that he needed to end up going on and being part of this with a with a partner uh great story you got to get lucky but that's kind of like you know what what we want as gamblers we want odds on the money we want to have fun and if you can bring on board a friend or two what a good way to enjoy the nfl season in 2024 let's talk pick palooza so week 17 i went five and oh had a great week pulled dead ass even for the entire season, uh, came up on the wrong side of a, of a couple of games, finished two and three last week. So on the season, the regular season, I finished 41, 42, and seven, one game below 500. Kind of a bummer. I'll, I'll tell you the one that just never got going, and I was pretty disappointed. I think it was pretty known that last Sunday was Bill Belichick's last game in New England. Uh, Gerard Mayo had signed the successor's contract earlier in the offseason. Didn't go out with one for Uncle Bill. They did not look good. When they got down, I I thought I had a shot when they were down three. When they got down six, and I know what you're thinking, a touchdown's worth seven, Memphis, and and you're correct. That That is true. A touchdown is worth seven, but not with Bailey Zappi as your quarterback. And then the same thing with Jarrett Stidham and the Broncos. I mean, Jarrett Stidham's, you know, playing to lock up that backup role. I don't know that there's a world where he's the starter 
2024, but the Broncos just looked flat. Uh, wrong side of that game, wrong motivation in that game. The Raiders were clearly playing to get Antonio Pierce the job. Uh, maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know, uh, but that was a miss. And the Seahawks, they won. They won outright. They did not cover the three. I think they were lucky to win the game. Um, bastards, I'm, I'm glad they didn't uh, make the playoff. Uh, no more Pete Carroll, though. That, that, that'll that be a big change for 2024. But then I had the Packers minus three. That was never really a sweat. Uh, some teams just have other teams' numbers. And the Packers, as bad as their defense has been, I'm going to talk about their defense later in this game and in this show, but as bad as their defense has been, there's something that they do well against Justin Fields. So the Packers were a cover, and the same thing with the with the Bills and the Dolphins. Uh, that was an ugly game, a lot of turnovers from Josh Allen, but I felt like I was on the right side of this when we got the punt return for a touchdown. So that was my card last week. I finished the season at pregame.com on, on their contest, 41, 42, and 7. Um, speaking of pregame.com, they are doing a playoff version of this contest. If you haven't already, you go to pregame.com. And, and this is not a paid anything. This is just um, a good group of content creators in their own right. I really enjoy their, their work. And uh, it's a free contest. And I think it's 500 bucks, if I remember correct. It's 500 bucks to the winner. Um, and this way you can, you can track it along. Uh, they do not have an app, but you can do it on your phone via Safari or internet Explorer or whatever kind of phone you have. Uh, and you don't have to pick five sides because eventually you run out of five sides in this contest. You have to pick 26 total bets throughout the course of the entire playoffs. Uh, the most you can take in one given week is five, um, you can do unders and overs, so you can do sides. You can you can do totals. Uh, you can do a little bit of everything in this contest. So if you're looking to do something like this for zero dollars, and maybe you don't want to bet these games, totally cool. Um, go get in this free contest at pregame.com. Uh, first game, my first pick going into Super Wild Card Weekend. I'm taking the Browns minus two. Uh, this number has moved to two and a half. Uh, I locked this in on the contest on Thursday. I just think the Browns are the right side. And if you watched our playoff preview thing on the Player Profiler YouTube channel, uh, it was me and five other analysts here from Player Profiler. We all broke this down. And I, I said quickly in that video, I think that Houston's a year away from being a year away. Uh, unexpected to win the division first year for D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud. I don't want to say the Bills are a team of destiny. I just think they're a, a, a team of veterans. Uh, I've got a head coach with playoff experience. I've got a quarterback with playoff experience. Uh, I've got one of the top three defenses in the in the league. And I just think it's more than Houston will be able to overcome even at home. So I'm going to go Browns over the Houston Texans. I'll lay the two. Um but that takes me to my next bet. I'm going to go Browns and Texans over 44 and a half. Uh, I think this will be a bit of a higher scoring game. The last time they played, they went over this number, and that was with Case Keenum. 
they should have Amari Cooper back. David and Joku lit this team up. The Browns' offense just looks good. And Kevin Stefanski seems like the kind of head coach play caller that just puts his quarterback in in situations to be successful. Uh, but I do think if, if you look at the Browns, uh, the number, if I remember just correctly, they are 8-0 and to the over on the road. They are a much better defense at home. They're not horrible on the road, but they do score more points. I, I think they'll be points scored indoors in the Dome. So I'm going to go Browns-Texans over 44-and-a-half. Uh, Sunday night, uh, excuse me, Saturday night, Saturday night football. Uh, you got to have the cock to watch this one. That's right. It's the Peacock app. You got to have your, got to have the cock on your phone. You got to download the, the Peacock app and you got to watch Tua go to Arrowhead with the Dolphins to play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I took under 44 and a half. There was an alert from the National Weather Service that said every inch of your skin needed to be covered at this game. Now, we all know there'll be some jack wagon out there uh, in, in in no shirt, uh, probably like body painted up. You, 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 you won't be able to stop them. But I'm going Chiefs Dolphins under 44. I, even though the, the, the Dolphins defense is really banged up, the Chiefs offense is not great. And this is one of those games where I think, and I saw this a few years ago as a Colts fan. I think it was the the last season that Andrew Luck played. They went to Kansas City, and it's just a brutal place to play. It's going to be cold. It's going to be snowy. Uh, going to be one of the top five coldest playoff games in NFL history. So I'm going to take the Chiefs and the Dolphins under. I think the weather and the Chiefs break Miami spirit, and I see this one being something like 21-10. I think it'll be a pretty boring game. So if you don't watch it on that streaming app, then then you might be all right. Uh, fourth pick, I'm going Rams plus three and a half against the Lions. I feel super bad. My One of my best friends and my co-host on the Dynasty Warzone, he's a Michigan native, uh, born and raised. Uh, he was ecstatic when the, the, the Lions won the division and I I feel bad picking the Rams but I, I think it's the right side Sean McVay more experienced in the playoffs than Dan Campbell uh, Jared Goff has actually got a pretty good amount of playoff experience himself but I think Matt Stafford's the more talented quarterback and no Sam Laporta it doesn't feel like a rookie tight end should matter this much but I think it does so I'm going to take the Rams plus three um, if I were betting this straight up and I'm not, but if I were, I would just take the Rams on the money line. Forget the three, because like I said, I think the Rams win the game outright. And then uh, Monday night, Buccaneers plus three at home. I think this will be a close game. I could see this one being like 21-20. Uh, there's some weather, uh, not like freezing like Buffalo or or Kansas City, but like some some thunder showers and some potential heavy rain. So I'm going to take the Bucs at home. Uh, Philly seems to be sputtering. Uh, potentially no A.J. Brown. Devonta Smith's banged up. I think this is going to be an ugly game. And I'm going to take the Buccaneers at home. And I would not be surprised if they won this outright. If you were looking for a little parlay or a mechanical parlay, you want to throw 10, 20 bucks on it, whatever it is. Uh, you can bet 10 on the Rams' money line. And if they win, then bet all the winnings on the Rams, uh, excuse me, on the Buccaneers money line. 
and turn that into a little mechanical parlay, something like that. But that's a free contest at uh, pregame.com. Check those guys out. One of my absolute favorite shows that I listen to. And uh, I'm going to get into my pickums, uh, my, my player props from last week. But if you're looking to play player props, you may want to check out Underdog. It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from Pick'em games, specifically underdog Pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at the slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you can 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one. Jets-Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 you can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Well, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode, so we'll go Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than. Madison, less than. But also, Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pickums, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in 100, underdog matches that deposit up to 100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking. There you go. Another sponsor that has been with us almost the entire season. Underdog. I don't need to tell you about how good Underdog is unless you've never been. And it's really good. And you should go there and check out their Pick'em games. Let's review last week now. Now, last week, uh, I had a pretty good week here with the Pick'ems. I went 4-2 and two on actual bets and 5-1 and one on leans. Uh, I'm currently plus eight units on the season, uh, doing much better with my player props than I have with the actual pickems. But that's a contest; it's a little bit different. But let's review last week's props. I had Mason Rudolph to throw an interception, and uh, that did not get there. That was one of my two bets that I lost. Uh, my lean in that game was Mason Rudolph to throw a touchdown pass. Kind of got lucky to get that one, considering that it took a Deontay Johnson 71-yarder to get there, but we got there. Uh, I told you that Saturday night I was going to be sad because I had Gardner Minshew as my bet in that game, under one and a half passing TDs. Uh, he had zero, so that was a W. I got a little nervous with this uh, lean in the Saturday night game. I had Jonathan Taylor under two and a half receptions. He got two pretty quick. And to be quite honest, he should have been the target of that final play that was bungled and, and maybe he would have caught it. But that was a, a, a win on a lean. And then I had a second lean in that game. I had Dalton Schultz over four and a half receptions. He had five. Um, he got that contract in incentive and uh, that worked out for me. So three and oh in that game. Uh, Sunday, uh, I had uh, two bets, and uh, they came in pretty good. Sunday, 1 o'clock, I had Rashad White under 18.5 carries. Uh, that was a number he went under. I think he had 14. Uh, this one was never really a sweat. 
Uh, I think mostly because Carolina's defense played really well. They they only lost nine to zero. Uh, that was definitely not on the Carolina defense, but Rashad White, that was another win. Uh, I had a loss at the one o'clock window. I had DeAndre Hopkins over 61 and a half yards. Um, I didn't have the courage on that lean to go with his receptions prop because he needed seven and he got it. And he got the seven. He but seven catches. If you told me, hey. Memphis, DeAndre Hopkins is going to get seven catches and you need 62 yards. I'm like, okay, I can do. No, it was uh, more like 52. So uh, that was a a, a lean loss, but that was my only lean loss of the weekend. Uh, And then my second betting loss, I had Aaron Jones under 62 and a half rush yards. Uh, He looked good and I'm going to go against him later in the show. Spoiler alert. But he looked good, and this Green Bay offense looked good. Uh, I think that's going to be a fun game on Sunday. Uh, but that was my second bet loss, so I finished four and two on bets. I had two leans in the four o'clock hour. I had Kenneth Walker uh, over fifty-eight and a half rush yards. We got there. We had DK Metcalf under five and a half catches. I think he had one. That was brutal. Uh, Sunday night, and then Sunday night, because there was no Monday night football, I had Josh Allen over 35 and a half rushing yards. We got there, and then James Cook over two and a half catches on the lean. That was also got there. So a really good week. If you want to smash the two together, I went nine and three, four and two on actual bets, five and one on leans, and I'm up eight units on the season. And I'm ready to do it again. I am going to keep the same theme that I've had throughout the the weeks in December and now into January where we had the the additional Saturday windows. And uh, I'm going to give you a bet and a lean every window, give you a couple of reasons why. And here we go. Uh, first game, Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock, if memory serves correctly, 3 or 3.30 Eastern time. Check a time zone near you. Uh, my bet in this window is going to be Nico Collins under five and a half pass receptions. It's been great that he's been able to go over this number the last two games. Uh, but Cleveland is top five against the wide receiver in fantasy and in NFL in general. Uh, do I think Nico Collins gets some action? I do. Uh, but without Noah Brown likely to suit up and no tank Dell, uh, how would, how would you stop? the the Texans offense and I believe Jim Schwartz the defensive coordinator for Cleveland is much better than Gus Bradley the defensive coordinator for the Colts he probably won't leave Nico Collins wide open so I didn't want to fade his receptions yardage prop because we saw on the first play from scrimmage I believe against the Colts he took a 71 yarder to the house Uh, no thanks So first bet, uh, Saturday, 3 o'clock, Nico Collins under five and a half pass receptions, minus 135. Uh, And then my lean that game, I think this is a very popular one. Uh, David Njoku over 54 and a half receiving yards. He has been lighting it up. Uh, Joe Flacco has been a quarterback throughout his career that has favored the tight end position. Uh, Amari Cooper is going to play banged up with a heel. But I think he'll be able to do enough. 
I think last time, I mean, what happens if, if you get smacked in the head, you put your hand up. And last time Amari Cooper ran wild on this team. I think it's going to open up a lot of room for David and Joku. Uh, you may even look at an, at an Elijah Moore prop, but my lean in the Saturday early window in Joku over 54 and a half receiving yards minus 120. Sunday night, that frigid cold game between the Dolphins and the Chiefs. I'm going Isaiah Pacheco over 19 and a half receiving yards. It's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. Um, I don't think they're going to be pushing the ball down the field a bunch. I think this is the kind of game where I, I mentioned it earlier. KC wants to get up and keep everything short. Don't risk a bunch. So I think Isaiah Pacheco goes over this. Um, the way he runs, he's capable of doing it on one catch. So uh, I think I'll go Isaiah Pacheco, partially because of his involvement in the passing game. He had seven catches last week, but also uh, because of the weather conditions. So bet Saturday evening game, Isaiah Pacheco over 19 and a half receiving yards. And then my lean in that game, I'm going to go Rishi Rice under six and a half receptions. Who in the hell is Racy Rice to have a six and a half receptions prop? I know he's been the number one wide receiver for that offense, but he's got a date with Jalen Ramsey. And again, the weather's going to be bad. They won't be behind. They won't need to push the ball a lot his way. Will he have four or five? Yeah. Will he have seven? I'm betting not. So that's my lean. Racy Rice under six and a half receptions Sunday. Uh, Triple Bill will start Sunday, 1 o'clock, and the Steelers are at the Bills. And this could be the worst weather game, at least kind of, from a wind perspective. Uh, there's potential for wind gusts up to 40 to 50 miles an hour. And you know Pittsburgh's not going to let Mason Rudolph just throw it all over the yard. Uh, Najee Harris has been, I don't want to say he's been good, but he's played much better. Uh, over the last half of the season once they got rid of Matt Canada. And I think you're going to see a healthy dose of Najee Harris try to slow this game down uh, and, and double that if the weather is as bad as it could be. So I'm going Najee Harris over 15 and a half rush attempts. That one's lay a buck 35. And then my lean in this game, it feels very reminiscent to what I said about, about Rishi Rice. I'm going to go Stefan Diggs under. Five and a half receptions. It's like, I know he did it last week, but that was the first time he had done it since their bye. And they changed OCs. They've been more run-focused. Uh, Steelers are a little bit better against the pass than the run. Uh, the Bills, they just want to get out of this game, and they want to get out of the game healthy. Um, so I'm going to go Stephon Diggs under five and a half catches. Uh, Sunday, 4.30. Very, I'm very surprised that this isn't the Sunday night game, to be quite honest. You know, they love putting the Cowboys in primetime, especially against a, a fellow blue blood, big fan base like the Packers. But 430, I'm going to go Dak Prescott over one and a half passing touchdowns. He's done this 10 of his last 11 games. He's had two or more passing touchdowns in 10 of his last 11 since they're by a little bit more juice. A lot more juice. It's lay 210, but I've had good success laying some of these bigger numbers this year. 
And I'm going to go back to that well again. I'm going to go Dak Prescott over two passing touchdowns. And then Aaron Jones. I'm going to go back under. Um, I think part of the miss in my handicap last week was that I also had them to win the game. I didn't give enough credence to A.J. Dillon being out. Uh, in spite of Chicago being a very good defense against the rush, uh, Dallas should be ahead. Uh, they're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't think you see quite as much of the ground attack this week. And the number went up based off of last week. So I will go Aaron Jones as my lean under 72-and-a-half rushing yards. Let's go to Sunday night. Those Lions hosting those Rams. Matthew Stafford returns. I will be honest with you, I did not like a lot in this game. I felt like I felt like everything was overpriced. I felt like Amon Ra was overpriced. I felt like Jared Goff was overpriced. I want to go Matthew Stafford over, but his overprop was 274 and a half. I just didn't see a lot in this game, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into the to the Sam Laporta news. And I don't think he plays, even though there's a, a rumored outside possibility. I'm going to go uh, and, and think the Lions lean on Jameer Gibbs. And now this is a number that Jameer Gibbs uh, might be a, a big ask. It's Jameer Gibbs over four receptions. Excuse me, 3.5. He would need four to cash. Uh, Jameer Gibbs over three and a half receptions. That's plus 105. Uh, that tells you the difficulty. The easier, the more juice you pay. I think they're going to be behind. And I think it's going to be somewhat of a shootout. And this is going to be Jared Goff's second option. And I'm going to go back to Gibbs for my lean. I'm going to go Gibbs over 52 and a half rushing yards. He's had double digit carries in something like seven games in a row, much more involved in the offense, even though David Montgomery has been healthy. Uh, I think this is where this offense turns over more to Jameer Gibbs and you see this pecking order of Amon Ra St. Brown to Gibbs. Not that Laporta won't be involved in the future, but just in this game, on this day, they're going to need him. So I'm taking a double shot on Jameer Gibbs. Final game, Monday night football, 8-something p.m. No love for the East Coast, folks. That's all right, though. Uh, this one right here should be an interesting game. Uh, my bet for the Monday night football game, I'm going to go DeAndre Swift over 60 and a half rushing yards. I uh, talked earlier in the show about how banged up Philly is right now. And the last time, so DeAndre Swift has rushed for over 100 yards twice. The last time was in week three against these same Buccaneers. Uh, if it's don't broke, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Swift didn't play last week, kind of as a, as a way to rest up and get ready for the playoffs. And I think you're going to see a big dose of him, especially if A.J. Brown's out there and limited. Same with Devonta Smith. Uh, Jalen Hurts got his own issue. But speaking of Jalen Hurts, that's my final lean of the program. I'm going Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown. Pretty simple. DeAndre Swift does all the work for whatever reason. He always gets tackled at the one-yard line. We do a brotherly shove, bada-bing, bada-boom. Jalen Hurts, anytime touchdown. That's my final lean. So there it is. Six leans, six official bets, and we'll be back next week to do some more. Um, I do want to remind you of that contest over at pregame.com. Uh, again, good people over there, fun contest, and uh, the price is right. 
because it costs you $0 to enter and you have a shot to win something. I believe the Action Network is doing something similar. Uh, I'll be back next week. I thought I had a guest lined up for this week, but couldn't get it done. So we're on the the normal process. But we'll be back next week, and we'll be here. Uh, We'll take the week off in between the, the Super Bowl, but we'll be here next week for the divisional round. We'll be back for the AFC and NFC championship game. And of course, we'll be back for the Super Bowl. I thank you all. Um, the show has been growing and the amount of downloads and support that we've been getting for the juice has been great. Uh, hopefully we do it again next year. Don't know, but we're going to ride this thing out through the playoffs. Go out there. If you're in one of these uh, bad weather cities, uh, I know like a third or two thirds of the country is expecting pretty negative weather this weekend. Stay home, stay warm, stay safe, enjoy the football. And speaking of being safe, be safe with your money. Gamble with your head, never over it. Until next week, my name is Memphis. You can follow me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. And uh, good luck this weekend. Hope you guys do well. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Figure with a little juice. No, we think that juice. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak